Last week, Stephen in Singapore begged the massive for help. A man, possibly in his 70s with bouffant hair, wearing bride nylon paisley, living in a posh or stately home, somehow kills or doesn't kill someone who was then buried in a graveyard. Several pictures on the staircase. He started noticing that the pictures on the stairs changed to show the murdered person's grave. Mr. Brian Nylon has a heart attack, etc., etc. Literally dozens of people, but also the aforementioned writer of Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy, um, who we've uh, we already mentioned, but Peter Briggs is going to get another mention. Is he? Because he sold it along with everybody else. Okay. Um, I w was listening to the podcast conundrum from this week and immediately got it. I was surprised. Oh, well, why don't you come and do this job then? I was surprised. Why don't you come and review the Michael Bay film out next week, since you're so clever? It was indeed a creaky anthology movie, this time the 1969 TV pilot to Rod Sterling's Night Gallery series, which had Sterling playing an art gallery curator who introduces a variety of paintings from which the stories in the show are then spun off. Okay. The first Boris uh, Sagal? Sagal. The first Boris Segal segment of three, remembered by your listener, starred Roddy McDowell as a schemer who murders his oh, well. rich uncle and has the tables turned on him when a picture in the family's estate gradually depicts the uncle returning from the grave for him. While Roddy McDowell gradually transforms into an ape. However, it's the third segment story of the Night Gallery pilot that's usually remembered as it starred Joan Crawford as a blind woman and was directed by some up-and-comer named Steven Spielberg and the music score was by William Goldenberg, who Spielberg would use again on Duel, his TV movie. There you go. Which also got a theatrical release, so technically... So that's Peter Briggs doing that. Anyway, yeah. so if you've got something for our what-if... Um, we just got a couple of weeks. So we could, we could do your what-if on the penultimate show and then solve it gloriously in a final real extravaganza uh, on the final show, which is, of course, not the final show. You know, I've decided that the only way that I can register my... Uh, Protest? Yes. Is, Upset? Is that I, I'm just not going to partake. I'm just not, not going to... Uh, we've got a couple of new ones, Mark. Yes. Um, as it's the podcast, we've got a look at the, we got the clock. We've got loads of time, so we can really, really go to town on okay, this. Okay, good. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Firstly, thank you for the... Who's this? Oh, Steve. Uh, thank you for the years of quality entertainment and for accompanying me on many a long walk. Secondly, and perhaps most importantly, I've been itching to get in touch ever since you launched this fantastic feature, WTF. And uh, I haven't coordinated my efforts until now. I've bugged anyone and everyone with any or no idea of film to no avail. I saw this film on TV as a child in the 80s. I didn't see the beginning. I was playing. That's why I didn't see the beginning. It's an Arthurian tale, Mark, that caught my attention. Yeah. And the overriding memory is in the final scene, two knights return to Camelot from a dying Arthur to discover that the Holy Grail has been in its walls the whole time. Please help. I've lost far too much time and probably Do it again. friends. Go again from the beginning? Well, all the things I can... Well, so he saw it as a kid on the television in the 80s. Okay? Right. Arthurian. Two knights uh, of Ni. They're not Ni. Returned to Camelot from a dying Arthur to discover the Holy Grail has been in its walls all along. I mean, who'd have thought? Please help. I've lost far too much sleep and probably friends to this group. What is the film? So, I mean, the only thing I can think of is Fisher King's not Fisher King. It's not the Fisher King. Okay. You're going to give me a list of movies it's not? No, because I don't care. Okay, that's good. I don't want to do this anymore. Maybe we can sort this out by next week. That would be a very lovely thing. Or maybe the week after. Can you help Steve in Leeds? Because Mark don't want to. Don't care. Um, 
Dave B says, uh, dear soon to be dearly departed, except we're not. The film is American, set mostly... This is a completely new one now, Mark. Yeah, OK. So are you paying attention now? I am paying attention. You might know attention. this one. Yeah, you might, no, you might instantly go, Just I looking up this. the weather on... What? Oh, it's going to be rainy and a bit windy. No, carry on doing the feature that you love so much. It's OK. No, it's, I'm just speaking on behalf of the audience. Mm-hmm. Can I continue? Go ahead. Are you listening? No, really, but... The film is American, mm. set mostly in the 1930s, but with an element of time travel from the present day. It also centres around a murder. The key scene involves a man trying to escape the city he is in by just driving away. He comes across a road-closed sign and just drives through it. Soon afterwards, he's confronted with the evidence that his perception of reality is all virtual as he comes to a point where the rest of his world hasn't actually been drawn and all he can see are green artists' construction lines disappearing off into the black distance in a fashion very similar to early video games. This sounds like a very annoying film. It is apparent that he lives as a character in such a game. I'd be amazed if this doesn't strike a chord with the encyclopedic Dr Kermode. Kindest regards. Does that strike a chord? Hmm? Does it strike a chord? No idea. Just, just listen. What wasn't listening? Tell me a film. Just name a film listening. from the past. Uh, Casablanca. Okay, it's Casablanca, Dave. Uh, that, that's what Mark thinks. Uh, if you know anything, you can email mayo at bbc.co.uk. He's the equivalent of he's gone out on strike, basically. Uh, he's going to start picketing the building on his own. People will be saying, why is that Kermode standing outside the BBC? Is it because he's off somewhere? And they'll say, no, he's on strike because he doesn't like the feature. <laughs>